Hello and welcome to this IDC Special Edition Tech Talk podcast. My name is Thomas Meyer and I'm the General Manager for Research at IDC Europe. And I'm joined here today by Suresh Singh. Hi, hi Suresh. Hi there, Tom. Glad to be here. Great. So it's good to have you on board and we hear some great insights from you in a second. Now, this is another part of a series of short podcasts introducing IDC's latest research stream about how customers are modernizing their core IT system to drive competitive advantage in the market. Now, in this particular podcast, we are looking at the opportunity for the tech supplier ecosystem associated with the SAP mandated move to S4. Absolutely, Tom. So let's start driving right into it. So why is the impending 2025 deadline from SAP for all companies to move to S4 HANA a big deal to the technology supplier ecosystem? First of all, great question, Tom. Um, I think it, uh, it's, it's, it's a huge topic. And the reason for that really is SAP has indicated that they will stop supporting any previous versions of the ARP applications, right? So any customer that's running, uh, you know, R3 version 4 or, or ECC 6, for that matter, will need to, to switch over, will need to migrate their systems to uh, S4HANA. Now, the other thing to take note of is that, you know, the previous versions of, uh, of SAP ERP are running across a myriad of different database products as well. So that's another thing, right? The database, uh, the data structure will have to be migrated and everything will run on uh, HANA in memory database. So that's, that's a huge change as well. Um, I think just taking a step back, we need to also figure out or, or understand uh, sort of the, the size or the magnitude of, of the install base we're actually talking about here. So, I mean, first of all, about 11,900 customers out there uh, within the SAP install base have already moved uh, or are moving to S4HANA. Now, uh, this is actually a minor the minority, right? There are tens of thousands of remaining customers within the install base. Uh, that are going to have to move. Uh, this is a, is a huge undertaking, but it really presents a huge opportunity uh, to the tech supplier ecosystem out there. Now, I mean, back to the decision to actually migrate, uh, companies or the users will need to rethink uh, their technology architectures, but more importantly, they really need to think through the business outcomes they're going to drive uh, with this migration, because that's really how they're going to get uh, these approvals through the board, especially. Um, and, and, you know, we believe uh, at IDC that, that a modern core uh, will really make the whole innovation cycle and the whole digital transformation story a lot more achievable uh, for the user base out there. Um, now, back to the tech supply ecosystem, I think, you know, the big question, the burning question for all the, the different set of players out there is, is when will this move happen? When will the user base actually begin to uh, to migrate? Um, and linked to that, really, which deployment types um, are they going to be choosing? Because as we know, um, you know, S four Hana can can reside on premise, but a lot of companies are really thinking about potentially, you know, moving this to the hyperscaler environment, but perhaps in a in a private cloud consumption model. So I mean, these are these are some of the big burning questions. Uh, and really, I mean, I guess, you know, the main thing is what's the dollar value of all this uh, for the tech supply ecosystem? Okay, so so that's quite interesting. So lots of opportunity potentially out there. Absolutely. So now what kind of insights do we have that we can share already at this point in terms of the site, uh, uh, in terms of that opportunity? And what 
do you think is the kind of opportunity the tech supplier ecosystem will specifically be looking for? Right. So, so I think in terms of understanding the opportunity out there, um, I think the, the tech supplier ecosystem will want to understand, you know, first of all, um, you know, how, how many SAP ERP customers are out there in the first place? What versions, as I said, are they running? What versions of SAP ERP are they running? Um, and then how does this kind of distribute itself across, uh, you know, countries and uh, industries and vertical industries as well? And to just backtrack a little bit, you know, I just want to make sure that, that it's clear that the opportunity here is, is really, uh, for the broader ecosystem, not just for SAP, right? So, you know, the players that are going to benefit from this really range from the hyperscalers, um, to the, uh, the large services, the global services players or SIs, the regional players as well. Uh, we also, I think we think that the infrastructure providers are also going to have a, a fair amount of opportunity here in the mix too. So, so, so back to kind of what, what it is that you'll look to understand about the opportunity. So, so in addition to the install base and how the install base is made up, you'll want to also understand the current install base, how are these workloads actually running right now? So, so what proportion of the workloads, the SAP workloads are running on on-premise infrastructure versus other flavors of private cloud? Uh, you know, what's, perhaps residing in, in HANA Enterprise Cloud. Um, and essentially, you know, how, how does this distribute across the various players from a vendor share perspective as well? Uh, and I, I guess the last piece is really, uh, when you look at the services opportunity linked to all this, um, you know, what is that professional service opportunity gonna look like? So what are the services categories? Because I think we believe the, the whole migration um, engagements are gonna actually start evolving and changing from your typical, um, you know, the, the previous versions of migration projects that used to happen in the past to much more innovation-led and business outcome-driven uh, engagements moving forward uh, linked to this. Thank you, Suresh. Now, so what we've seen is there's a lot of opportunity there. Yep. I guess there's also a threat potentially there because you want to make sure that you actually take that business. Absolutely. Uh, because if you don't, there are Somebody else a, number, <laughs> a number of players in the ecosystem that will certainly make a play for it. And we're seeing that as well. And we'll be looking at what that looks like as well. So what other help will tech suppliers need to maximize their opportunity? So I, I think, you know, We'll be looking at sort of three things, right? And I think if we sort of go one at a time, you know, I think it'll become clear. So the, so the first really, uh, again, is linked to breaking down that opportunity that I was talking about with you just a, just a few moments ago. But uh, I think the, the core sort of point I want to get across there is that the ecosystem needs to develop a clear strategy around the role they will play linked to that opportunity, right? So um, if you're a services player, what role will you play in that migration activity? If you're an infrastructure player, what role will you play, et cetera? And uh, what we're really doing to, to explore this is we're first of all de developing a market model, which is a, you know, a data-centric market model that looks at the SAP install base, uh, looking at the infrastructure opportunity linked to the different deployment types uh, out there right now. And then as that install base starts to migrate, what we're going to do is start exploring the opportunity that's generated by that migration activity. And this is where a lot of that services attach uh, and ancillary cloud services attached will come into play there. That's the first area. The second area is, is really around helping the tech supply ecosystem develop, you know, compelling market messaging and how to, and, and really supporting them how to position themselves effectively in this opportunity. So as we know, I mean, marketing is primarily the engine by which that is done. 
so, so IDC will definitely support uh, the ecosystem in building sort of awareness, consideration, and ultimately uh, helping them trigger, you know, purchasing decisions within the user base as well. Uh, and I would say the last area is about taking a lot of that work and transferring it to sales teams. So uh, we've done this in the past and we'll be doing it again in this context, which is really build tools and frameworks for the various ecosystem participants, uh, sales organizations that they can essentially use or leverage to have number one business value uh, type discussions with uh, with users, but also technology and deployment uh, type conversations as well. So both these angles will come into play. Super. So, Rash, thank you very much. And thanks to everyone who's been listening. Stay tuned and watch out for more IDC insights on the next steps in terms of building the intelligent core and the opportunity for the ecosystem around it. Thank thanks you, everyone. Tom. Have a good day. It's been a pleasure. Thanks.